Oh, yeah. I love Italian monks. For like a whole season of Saint and Greavesy. Huh? <laughs> Legit. Welcome to Terra's new dead end body melt. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever it is and wherever you are. I am Hollywood Fletch and I am joined as always by Malachi J. Matthews and also at no less than two metres away from us, That's Magic you. Mark. Magic Mark on the other side of the Hello. Room. Hello. He's I've here. I've got, I've got, a, I've got a hipster brew. A hipster brew. We're going to talk about some tats. Yeah. We're going to have socially distanced podcasting. Mm. I see what's bloody lovely. And your garden is bloody lovely. Malachi J. Matthews. Very good. It's all that We're garden. doing a garden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fletcher, you could just say you sound a little bit like the midnight caller then when you did that intro. Do you remember midnight caller? I like that you did that. Because mm. we've all had a go. We've all had a go now. We can leave it up to Malachi J. Matthews from now on. Yeah, you've both had a go so you can... I feel like it's the wine. The wine. the wine that's doing it to you. What's making you sultry? Mm. <laughs> Were you sounding quite... Did you go out boozing last night? Yes. Yeah, you did, didn't you? What, what else did you do last night without me? I went for sushi. Mm-hmm. That's rude, that is. You know how much you like sushi. It's rude, isn't it? My, I live in Manchester and I feel guilty every time I have fucking sushi. So he's been having uh, backstabbing sushi. When, yes. So what have you been up to this week? Stabbing me in the back with snacks. I haven't. I haven't. Snack stabbed you. Okay. Fuck all. Lockdown sucks, isn't it? No, it's not yeah. really lockdown anymore. It's kind of like wishy washy lockdown. Yeah. But I still can't do my job. So. Yeah. Oh, there we go then. What have I done? Oh, I've done. Right, I, sunshine I think, is always. I tell you what I have done. What I have done. I've done an online course on Homo Florensis, which I have mispronounced, which is a um, contemporary of the Neanderthals that we didn't know existed till about 15 years ago when it was found in uh, a place in, in Indonesia. I've been studying that. They were like dead little. Oh. Oh. interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. And they've they've been nicknamed the Hobbit. I had no idea. Hmm. So I had a little, I had a little bit of a study because, you know, I don't have a bit of a study. It was was interesting. Good stuff. I learned about archaeology. I learned about chemistry involved with archaeology. And I learned about the contemporary animals, what lived around the same time as the Homo Florensis, which I've mispronounced. And uh, yeah, it's dead good. Fascinating. Good stuff. Did you hear about that archaeologist who went bankrupt? No. His career was in ruins. Tra la 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 la. Oh, joking aside though, Fletch. That, sh- that sh- was worth the two hour drive to <laughs> <laughs> Joking aside though, Fletch, have you seen the, the shark news recently? What? The shark news. Shark news. I think news I said, that isn't that sharks are made of teeth. Well, sharks are made of teeth. We know that. And uh, thank you to the guys at Bad Taste Video for mentioning the knowledge that Fletch gives to the world. I like to think that people, they learn something from listening to Super Tat. And they, and they did because they learned that sharks are made of teeth. But Fletcher, I sent you some things from the news. There have been sharks spotted off the coasts of the UK. Has there? And Spanish sharks now, they're going to Spain. Yeah, all over that. the place. Yeah. Yeah? What about that? What? I, I know, I'd like, it's not the first time. Great whites have been spotted near the British Isles before. It can happen. They're there now. Not, not yet, no, because they're looking at them. They're like, no. Sharks. Sharks. That's why we need to spread shark awareness. Yeah. 
Because you were all, oh, don't worry about the sharks. And now look, the sharks are here. Well, they're coming. They're like in Brighton and Spain. Coming over here. Well, we're in the middle. Being all made of teeth. Being all made, made, made of teeth. Yeah. With their sonar noses. I still, I and their multiple teeth in the movable teeth that grow back. I don't back. think I'll ever get over the fact that you weren't lying when you said sharks were made of teeth. When it comes to sharks, he doesn't lie. No. And, and, serious. Yeah. I, by the end of Supertech Film Club, there may have been even more references to sharks being made of teeth than there is to Voodoo Academy. Well, you do go on about Voodoo Academy. I do like Voodoo Academy. Can we do Voodoo Academy yeah, soon? Well, it's on the list, mate. It's on the list. It's on the list. It's in the hat. It's in the hat. I'm not seeing this hat. Are, we gonna, are you going to use the hat today? We'll get the hat out again today. We did so, it last so. week. We picked we picked a film totally random last week. Right, I'll have to... I'll, I'll have to I'm going to adjudicate this. Okay. And, and, and I'm going to check that Voodoo Academy's in the hat because I'm not sure I believe you. Yeah. Uh, speaking of bad taste video, they did a uh, excellent episode last week with uh, a EK Wimmer from uh, Laser Graves, where they were talking. It was a heavy metal, heavy metal horror special. It was amazing. Talking about Trick or Treat, the works of Thor, John Michael Thor. I thoroughly recommend the uh, I Am Thor documentary about John Michael Thor. Cool. Yeah. That's I only, that's only with EK Wimmer. He's got a good name as well. Yes. Yeah. I've read a load of books as well. And I've been playing SNES games of films that I didn't realise existed. Warlock has got a SNES game. Can we watch Warlock? We can watch Warlock, yeah, we can watch that at some point. Safe. I actually think they're going to do that on Laser Graves because they thought it was from the 90s. They found out it was from 1989 and they're like, get it on the Laser Graves list. No. Richard E. Grant, jumping through time, fighting Julius Sands. Well, we can play it on the we'll, we'll play it on the arcade machine in a bit. So you can be Richard E. Grant if you like. I've so been playing the oh. new Spider-Man game on the PS4. New Spider-Man well, game. It's about eighteen months old, mate. Well, it's new. It's new because it's, it's the newest Spider-Man game. <laughs> you know, it's new compared to Warlock on the SNES. <laughs> Uh, time True. Cop, Time Cop on the snares as well. Is there a Time Cop game? Yeah, you're a little digital uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. Loved, loved Time Cop. Uh, Judge Dredd, based after the uh, Stallone film, but the game's good. Don't let that put you on. Yeah, and did also you know there's a Time Cop two. I did know there's a Time Cop two. Can yeah. we watch that? Because I've never seen it. I've obviously, I've seen Time Cop hundred times. But can we watch Time Cop two? I want to watch the Transformers movie. Are we, yeah, but if we're doing if we're doing a cartoon one, mm-hmm. we should do FRO seven first because I said it first. Mm. But by that logic, we should have done Voodoo Academy by now. Well, let's see how that works. Do a out poll. It's do a, right. Do a poll okay. for our first cartoon. Look. We'll find four different cartoons. We'll let the we'll let the listeners decide. Can do. Can I do, do yeah. have six Twitter profiles though, so I'm gonna vote. We're not doing it on Twitter because you're a big fat cheater. <laughs> so do it on Instagram. Well, I don't like Instagram. Well, there you go then. Instagram. There you go then. <laughs> Fucking hell. Cartoon-wise, you want to do Transformers? I want to do Transformers the movie. I want to do FRO Seven. And if you pick one, we'll get the we'll get the listeners to decide. I'll pick I'll pick one, and I'll have to think about it. I promise I won't vote on Twitter. Well, I've got once on Twitter with me actual me account rather than me five podcast accounts. I think the day to do a poll on Instagram. Yeah, account. you can. Yeah. It's, it's 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 like Twitter on hard mode. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. not like Twitter, Twitter with pictures. Twitter with pictures. pictures. That's what you it is. can put pictures on Twitter. All right, mate. <laughs> don't like you can it. put words on Instagram. Don't like it. Don't just don't worry about it. Then. Don't do it. Leave it. It's not for you. Instagram's not for you. No, it's not. Do you know what is for me? What? What's that? 
body melts. This was one of your picks, Mark. It this, was. Yeah. This is a, this was on the list already, but Mark picked this one. Do you want to know why? Why? What? Go for it. Because it is part of my tat heritage. Ooh. My friend Alex at university. I went to university in 1997. He was already into tat by the time he was like. 18, mm-hmm. and he was kind of like my tat father, <laughs> and I, I love Alex. I, I messaged him that we were doing body melt, and he got really excited. He got even more excited when I sent him the fucking link on YouTube. But it was Alex who lent me body melt in about 99, something like that, um, uh, on VHS. Yeah. Body melt on VHS. But I had... I had never encountered tat I met Alex. Alex let me meet the Feebles. Oh, God. Bad taste, brain dead. And they were all made by the same person. Yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> but I, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, 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 yeah, I, I never really got... I didn't really look to do you directly. Um, but no, he just got me into tat. And mm. I've always loved tat ever since. I loved horror, but it was Alex that got me into tat. Yeah. And um, we stayed in touch. We're not, you know, we're not like... We don't live together like we did at university anymore, but we've stayed in touch and I love Alex. And um, yeah, so body melt makes me happy because it makes me think of one of my oldest friends. Known him over 20 years, isn't it? I saw this film when I was like 18, 19. Mm. So like about 95, 96. Mm. I remember this. I remember this. Well, yeah. I remember, the only bit I remember is the bit with the kangaroo. That's the only thing I can remember from the whole film. But during the 90s, I did lose certain sections of my brain <laughs> I mean I remember it being good I really I remember it being good I remember it being great fun but I didn't realise it was a fucking masterpiece it's bonkers Fletch Fletch you haven't seen this before today had you? no no what did you, what did you think of it with fresh fresh eyes well I've watched I've watched a fair a fair bit of Australian cinema and Australia has some great horrors yeah. They're really good at horror films. And also, you've got this certain genre... Uh, I suppose... Well, a certain genre of exploitation film from Australia. Um, Osploitation. Osploitation. Is that a real thing? Osploitation. Real thing, That's yeah. body melt. Brilliant. Yeah. It's just Australia being Australia, you know. <laughs> the only Australian... Other Australian film I've watched recently, which was equally as bonkers, was uh, The Howling Three, which the marsupials, which mm-hmm. is about werewolf people with pouches. Um, Lovely, good stuff. I think I sat that one out, didn't I? Oh, we haven't done it on the podcast. I've just watched it. it yeah, uh, but yeah, jet Australian films, like you say, Flex, they've got a certain vibe about them, haven't they? Yeah, well, films like this, yeah, because they're a bit madcap, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, and unapologetically got... so as well. Yeah, which yeah. I like. I mean, for, for one, the shot, the first shot of those policemen in the uh, in the police car, the guy with the big tash. Mm. If you look up Australia in the dictionary, there's just a picture of that guy going, "All right, mate." Yeah, <laughs> you've already missed my first love. Yes. Well, we haven't got no, no, we haven't started the film. Uh, yet. Okay. Well, my first love was to Alex because you know, man crush. Well, there you go. Teenage man crush on Alex. Teenage man crush on Alex. He knows. There you go. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Simon Bates music. Of course he does. So you hadn't seen it before, Fletch? No. Brand no. new, fresh eyes. No, it was weird because I really do love Australian horror this films. Is, like, one of my favourite horror films of all time that, like, even even just thinking about it just chills me is Lake Mungo. Have you ever watched that? No, no but I want to. Never it's like a faux documentary style. Is it on the list? No. I don't think so. I've heard of it. Can we... 
it's one of them films where like it's it's very me you you'll hate it <laughs> <laughs> is it good can it go on the list or is it it genuinely club? it genuinely scared me and it's quite a it's quite a downer so yeah I picked I picked the film the other night uh, and I picked Hereditary and we watched it together and he got mad at me because it was really depressing. I didn't get mad at you, I enjoyed it, but it was it's quite intense Hereditary. Have you seen it? No. Yeah, it's it's a stressful film. I think that's a that's it's a good a point for it. Absolutely fantastic. It is horror it film. is brilliant, but yeah, it was uh, tad gloomy. Tad gloomy. <laughs> like just <laughs> At this you know point, me, mate. I've got. I'm, I'm 42 now. I need. I need to watch. I have to watch Gem. At this point, like why would like why would you take a film recommendation off me and expect it to be fun? Well, no, because it's never going to be. It's never going to be fun. No, no. I don't watch fun films. I know. I know. I've still not watched The Lighthouse yet. Oh, that was your other recommendation. I so. love it. It's a masterpiece. So, I do. I, I am looking forward to that. The Lighthouse. Never heard of it. No. <laughs> It's an art film. It's not an art film. Hey, quite like it's got a Twilight films. Man and William D- Willem Dafoe in it. D- that's not an art film. It's got Willem Dafoe in That's That's budget. Are you saying films with Willem Dafoe? He was art? in a Lars von Trier film. He was, yeah. He was yeah, but in... when he was young. No, that was like three years ago. He oh, was, was in the fucking... What, three years ago? When he did... The one um... with the woods. When he takes the woman out of the woods. I just feel like if yeah, you know Antichrist, the actors, Antichrist, 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 make it an art film. What you say, so he generally works in the tap sort of industry is that what you're saying about William Defoe? No, he works in the blockbuster industry, isn't he? Right. <laughs> okay. He's trying he's trying to trap you. He's trying to trap you because he was in Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Oh I see. Oh we had an argument. He's trying to catch you. I, I feel like Desperado is a fucking masterpiece. Too good to be a tap film. It's but that is a tap film. That is a tap film. Look at Hands of Steel. That's a masterpiece. No, no it is not. Yes, it is. It's it compa- is yeah. No. Fast and Furious. You see, I, I argued whether or not yeah, Fast and exactly. Furious was tap And then, you, and then you thought about it and you watched it with Tatai. <laughs> Bazooka fucking guitar cases, I refuse to watch Desperado with Tatai. I won't do it because I love it too much. It's so fucking good. But Bazooka. tat is love. Yes, what tat, tat is love. Yes. Oh, I love tat. It's bad and badass, Mark. Why didn't you get this yet? You don't know what. Do you it? not know what tat is? No, because you've never explained what the fuck it is. The I just thought it was like funny horror films. To be honest with you, no. no tat is like. It's like, so you put your hand in your pocket yeah. and you're like, oh, I found a pound. Yeah. And you pull it out and it's just like a, a token, a trolley token for Sainsbury's. So you're a bit like, oh. oh yeah. But then you're like, do you know what? That's a good investment. My trolley token's got a cat on it, so I think I prefer it to a pound. Mm. But that says a lot about my opinion. But that's tat. That's yeah. tat. Yeah. Do you know when you brush your teeth, right, and you go outside and it's a cold day and you go, fresh. That's Ooh, tat. Fresh. Mint. But yeah, fucking bazooka, bazooka guitar cases, Mark. No, Ant- get on with it. We're not doing this. We're not having Antonio Banderas. Antonio Van Banderas. He is. Want to have sex with Antonio Banderas? Mexicans. Attractive men in all of the world, and I, I, I just want him. I just want to snog him. That doesn't even need to be like proper sex. I want you to so serenade hot. me. Yeah. 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 I'd love that. Yeah. 
Mexican, more like sexican. I'm just <laughs> well, I was half chub thinking about that chub, but now you ruined it. What about in the in the third one when you've got um, Enrique Iglesias in there as well? Oh, I'm back on oh, half Want to be your hero? He wants to be your hero, baby. He does. He, he is my hero, he baby. He's he, he can hear her baby. Billy, 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 Billy. That's him being a mariachi. Yeah. Have you ever seen El Mariachi? I have, yeah. Watch them. Yeah, yeah. Cost ten grand to make that. Mm. Get shot in the El Mariachi. That's why you can't play the guitar anymore. Right. El Mariachi, I would consider four tat because it's got such a low budget. But it's the same. <laughs> it's the same series. It's the same film. It's got. It's the. It, well, it's like. It's like it's the sequel, Mark. It's the sequel. Therefore, no, just Desperado. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Desperado. Surely Des- that's. Tacked, yeah, Desperado that's, is a sequel. That's the sequel to the good. Desperado. One. Desperado is the fucking Evil Dead thing, where the second one was a remake and better. So El Mariachi is chat. No, it's, no a sequel. it's a sequel. Because he's got the hand wound where he yeah, gets shot. Gets the shot but he can't play the guitar anymore. <laughs> oh, they're all the same plot, Mark. He's Mexican Batman, Mark. That's Zorro. Oh, wait, he is Zorro. Wait, he is Zorro. He's the same person. Just stop it. But we're, we're, yeah, not we did, talking, yeah, we're, we're not talking about Desperado. <laughs> we're, we're not talking about, talking about Body Melt, one of my favourite fucking films in the world ever, 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 ever. Shut up. All right, okay. Do you know what? It's got one of the best sex scenes ever because they've got all the candles and it's like, how long did it take them to light all them candles? Yeah, man. How are you still horny afterwards? Uh, well, because look at them. Because it's Salma Hayek. To be Salma Hayek and fucking Antonio Banderas being a couple of sexicans rolling all over the place by candlelight. Salma Hayek is one of those women that I would do just to make straight people upset with me. Well, if you said it to me, I'd say that that's good work, mate. I would yeah. high five you. I wouldn't be upset. But, but, you, you know what I mean? Be... The, the het's getting jealous that I shagged the, the, the hot bird. That would be well good. So the, there's only like a few. Oh, sexy but... vampire snake lady. Diddly diddly ding. I can't stop doing it now. Why? Why? I think I actually love some high. I think. Mm. I mean. Do you think, like, if I, I asked her out on a date, she maybe say, yeah. give her give her a message on Instagram or something? Like I'd that. go buy for Salma Hayek. Yeah. You'd go buy. For, for reals? You can't use Salma Hayek to meet Antonio Banderas. I know what you're oh, doing. Oh, I'm mate, not doing imagine that, though. Snaking, snaky, wakey, and snaking so your way in. Pretty. Imagine being the meat in that Mexican sandwich. I fancy Antonio Banderas. <laughs> you're a dick. I fancy. Antonio Banderas, as much you as him. I enjoy the bow staff work of Mark DeCascos. Whoa. <laughs> you called him Tony then? Like, you know him for <laughs> Do you not call him Tone? Tony. Tony. Tony Banderas. Tony B. My Tony name, B. Tony B. Tone. Tony and Sally. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't drink. I should be on the fizzy vinto. I'm doing all right, Belen, today. You've had a beer and a half. That's enough for me. You've had one beer and look how giddy you are. That's enough for me. It's why I drink fizzy vinto. I need you another one. I'm a terrible, terrible influence. It's not like getting another beer when you go to fish. Jesus Christ. You've had enough, Mark. <laughs> Right then, Body Melt, 1993. Boom! Wasn't Quentin Tarantino, like, in Desperado as well? He was, yeah. Yeah, he was. He did the cameo scene, didn't he? He does, yeah. Well, he just plays Quentin Tarantino. So therefore, Quentin Tarantino is probably one of the most legitimate directors in all of ever. How in the world is Desperado tat? John Carpenter. Because... 
Quentin Tarantino just makes tributes to tap films. Yeah, he's just a tap nerd who people take seriously. Desperado is based on spaghetti westerns, Italian tat. People don't consider Quentin Tarantino to be tap because they would have to they would have to admit that it is legitimate cinema Mm. because people people hate genre stuff so much that when something really good comes out that is a genre film they will try and wrap their heads around it and just kind of do mental gymnastics to try and say that it's not genre. Look at Drive, for example. Look at stuff like Drive, Stranger Things. There's been recent discussion about Silence of the Lambs not being a horror film when it is. Mm. But it's just because it's a genuinely good film. People don't want to admit that it's a genre film. The, The thing about Quentin Tarantino that you can't forget, he managed to have Pangria in one of his films and it wasn't tat. Yeah, but this is this is what he does. He does yeah, what he does hat tribute. It's yeah, Andrea. Sonny Sheba's in his films. He's got flipping David Carradine in his films. Like, come on. That's what it's all about. Vineville. What's Vineville? I'll tell you what it is. It's a vitamin supplement for everyone. The movie starts with an advert for uh, Vineville. It's a resort and it's spa. It's an unforgettable relaxation experience for your whole well-being. Revitalization, that's what it is. Come and find out what it's all about at Vineville. Then we get the theme. Weird techno. Weird techno, yeah. Did you notice the name of the film company that produced this? Yeah, Dumb Film. Dumb Film. Dumb Film. It's (laughs) from the first second, it was like, have some tat. Yeah. Dumb Films. Well, it goes from that. It goes from that advert to techno to fucking sweaty drug sex. The girl, the lady from the advert is now writhing around instant MILF boobs. So, no, no, one minute 14. So, here's the thing. I put down It's a Record. Yeah. And that got a love heart. Yeah. I don't think we will get a film that will ever beat Body Melt when it comes to the first tits. First tits, and I, I did First this. tits, I put 1 minute 15, but you uh, put 1 minute yeah, 14. 1 minute 14, so. said the same thing. Is this a record? I'm thinking, is it a record, Fletch? Can you check the records, please? Okay. I can't be bothered. Yes, it's a record. Yes, it's a record. I, I, think, I think it's an unbeatable one as well. How can you possibly? I don't think even Basic Instinct has tits earlier than Body Melt. Well, what's happening is the lady from the advert is now having sex with a guy called Ryan. They're writhing around. There's techno. It's sweaty. It's neon. It's now in the 90s. And she's injecting him with bright green voodoo drugs. And they're like, yeah, have a bit of that, Ryan. Have that. His veins, they pop up all purple and violent. And then we get the intro, the, the graphics for the film. So this is the thing, right? Within two minutes, it has made it clear. Welcome to our graphic as fuck film. You are going to see violence, body horror, tits. Well, they don't see any more tits. Uh, but it, I just, the injections thing is really kind of in your face. You can see it happen. It's just so visceral. Yeah. Within two fucking Within two minutes. minutes welcome to fucking... Australian tat, and I love it. Osploitation, bell. Oz. Osploitation, mate. That's what it fucking is, mate. We haven't even done the fucking accents yet. God, I'm saving mine. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, here we go. She says, I fixed Ryan. She phones up, she's on the phone to some shady doctor. Don't know who it is yet. She says, I fixed Ryan. He won't get far. She says, I've given him a little going away present. 
a dose of this green voodoo drug. She says, uh, it's developed a moral conscience, is expressing certain reservations about the unethical experiments that we've been conducting in Holmesville. <laughs> now, Ryan is accessing files now. He's had enough of the sexy milf sex. Now he's like clippity-cloppy. He's, he's like, he's looking to see what's going on with this badness, this, this chemical warfare, as it were. And on the computer, he's got like an Amiga-style graphic of the street, and it's going, meh, number nine, Paul Matthews. And it's going around the street, around the cul-de-sac, and saying like, what they're gonna do to all the people in these houses. One of the people, they're getting a video, because they're gonna get, they're gonna entice them to their health spa with a video. And um, one of them's having a babby, but is it a babby? No, it's not. The other guy, they're just giving him vitamins, uh, there's two, two teenagers, they're going to use those for sperm samples. Are they the 30-year-old kids again? Yeah, the 30-year-old I was really kids. pissed off. I thought Australia might do better than America, but they didn't. 30-year-old kids. Yeah. <laughs> Although they had Toby Mangle in it later, and he looked dead young. Well, Toby Mangle, there's a few Neighbours-related people there in is. this film, but it is an Australian film. It is. Our American listeners won't know what Neighbours is. Will they not? Will they no, not? they won't, no. I don't think they will. But yeah, look up Neighbours, because you've got Harold Bishop in this. You have. You've got Melanie. You've Angie got... Rebecca. Angie Rebecca. Angie Rebecca, who was Stoney and Toadie's mum. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many people from Australia, or indeed 40-year-old weirdos, listen to this podcast, but they will know who Angie Rebecca is. Well, okay. Ryan is going to go and warn all the people in this square, in this in this court. It looks a little bit like Ramsey Street, but it's not Ramsey Street. Right, I was going to say that all the streets look like fucking Ramsey Street. Is this what Australia looks like? I've never been to Australia. Fletcher. I'm going to. Does it look like that Does it look like, does, or Do all the streets in Australia look like Ramsey Street? Yeah. Are they all fucking cul-de-sacs? They're not all cul-de-sacs. Do you know what? There's they, a lot of cul-de-sacery in this film. And there are Ramsey a lot Street of is also a cul-de-sac. There are a lot of cul-de-sacs. Yeah. Yeah, now you've mentioned it. Yeah. In in Australia or in this film. Or both. In Australia. Oh, there you go. Yeah, bloody loads of them. It's it's like they've got the same things as us, but a bit different. Yeah. Like, you know, when you go down the park and there's loads of, um, like, lads there just drinking supers and stuff. Mm Yeah. They've got the same thing, but they're kangaroos. I had a crocodile. You had a whole crocodile? Not a whole one. I, uh... I had a crocodile kebab. Did you? Mm. Was it nice? It was nice. It's like white meat, kind of like chicken, but weirder. I would have thought it'd have been beefier. No. It's quite porky. Ostrich is quite beefy. But ostrich is beefier than ostrich. Mm. I, I had camel as well whilst I was there. I cooked. Do they have camels in Australia? They uh, export camels from Australia to like the Middle East and stuff. I once cooked alligator for the rock group uh, Puddle of Mud. That is a good claim to fame. Yeah. Like my claim to fame. What was that? Sang live on stage with Beverly Knight in it. Did I, you? Yeah, she went to my school. She, it was a school play. <laughs> I uh, went to Sheffield once and I fell over in front of uh, Phil the Power Taylor. The legendary dance man. Do you laugh at him? Yeah. King of the Arras? Yeah. 
Right, I, I, I can't remember when it first happened, but it's probably happened by now. I, I, I gave this film a love art for the Australian pronunciation of the word fuck. Oh, it's fuck. Fuck. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And it just made me so happy. Well, Ryan is going to warn the uh, the good folk of, uh, I thought it was Peebles Court. It's Pebbles Court. I thought it was, I thought. You you're thought obsessed with that. He got so Peebles. excited, Mark. He, yeah. he thought it was called Peebles Court and he was so giddy. And then I showed it and he went, no, that's Pebbles. That's Pebbles, mate, yeah. sorry. So, yeah. And he got really sad. Bam! Bam, bam, bam! <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a shit reference. <laughs> so, yeah, Ryan is going to warn the folks of uh, Pebbles Court, but he's been pumped full of enough drugs to uh, to kill 20 rabid Rottweilers, apparently, is what Sean said. Sexy that's a lot of That's a lot, so, uh, yeah. The plot is unfolding. He's been on the computer and it says, like, he's had the graphic of the street in the synth voice and he's like, target number one, Paul Matthews, vitamin intake, number nine, Peebles Court. Pebbles Court. Pebbles Court. Pebbles. So, yeah, so Ryan's on his way. He gets it to save the guinea pigs. He gets outside. I like how he admitted that that was a shit reference, but he's going to power through anyway. Just gonna keep it. <laughs> if, if it pops me, that's fine. So, so that's why I'm just going to ignore it, man. If it pops me. It pops. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> he burns his you eyes. You laughed. You laughed at my shit joke, Malachi. Taylor. I am worse when I'm with you than when I'm on fucking Skype. Oh, he's had two. He's had two. He's I have. Yeah. I'm going to be by the end of this podcast. Be careful. Careful. So yeah, he burns his ID card. This is the first face we see melt in the film. It does melt. But it's not the last face we see melt in this film. It really isn't. On the contrary, everyone's melting. Melt. On the end of it, yeah. Mm, their bodies melt. Their bodies melt. Daytime, perfect suburbia. It's almost like Edward Scissorhands in how it feels. Like it, you know, lovely suburban outsideness. It pans around the street, goes into the post box of number nine. Boom! Paul Matthews has received his vitamins in the post. This is where we meet the two teenagers next door, the sperm donors, in their car with the registration number. Unreal, mate. Fucking unreal, mate. Unreal. 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 And uh, they're talking about what they're going to do because they're going away to be sperm donors. Paul from next door, old 30-year-old Paul comes out. Just, they go, no, what are you doing, lads? You're going on another conquest. And he's like, shut up, 30-year-old. He says, uh, let me tell you a great joke, Paul. Elton John. It's like, I've got, I've got a fucking joke got, for you, yeah. Paul. Elton John. And his mate's like... <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Does that mean, like, oh, you 30-year-old fucker? You like Elton John? You like you Elton fucking, John? You got a fucking jumper on, mate. He wears got, a fucking wig. You've got a fucking Phil Collins poster in your house, you that, The Phil Collins poster <laughs> did earn a love heart because <laughs> for the simple reason I enjoy your Phil Collins tattoo, Malachi J. Matthews. Would you like to talk about your Phil Collins tattoo? I've got a tattoo of Phil Collins. I don't really think there's anything else we can say about it. It's, it is the cover of No Jacket Required it is on co- your arm. <laughs> on the back of my arm, yeah. You're a Batman. Yeah. Yeah, he's mocking Paul for being 30 and he's being a square. There's an old keep fit guy on the street in spandex, running around, spandex jogger man. Self-service garage. Ryan pulls up to the garage. He checks his map. This is the place. Holmesville, mate. It's fucking Holmesville. This is the place. And he's like, oh, I feel a bit peaky. You be careful with that, your third drink. It's like getting, I feel, I'm getting I, nervous. I feel a bit peaky. I'm going to go in the garage, get myself a drink. He goes up to the counter and he goes, 
the guy behind the counter goes, do you want petrol, mate? And he says, no, detergent, detergent. He's holding his throat, he looks really ill. He goes over to the cleaning aisle and he picks up a bottle of washing up liquid, checks the ingredients, and then downs it like a bottle of pink wine. So filthy, this film. <laughs> it's so good. And this is where we get the first fuck. <laughs> yeah, the clerk from the shop is like fuck. Is this the... before or after someone calls someone a mangrel? Oh, that's not. That's, that's later. later. Oh, yeah, it's it's later. Fucking yeah. mangrel. Fucking mangrel. Uh, I popped for mangrel <laughs> because it's just such a neighbour's thing, isn't it? <laughs> Ryan, stum- Ryan stumbles to the counter and then the clerk thinks he's going to attack him and he picks up like an aerosol can and a metal stick and he's going to have him but he just gives him his card and like wobbles off and then starts coughing up green shit and his throat slits open and he's got a green gooey mouth and he goes fucking fucking pill poppers why don't you just get some fucking sleep yeah. <laughs> the, the practical effects are already brilliant in this film well worth a love heart Ryan drives off erratically and nearly runs over some old lady speedwalking. Right, speedwalking. The only time I have ever seen speedwalking is in Neighbours. Well, that's it. This is Australia, mate. Australians and speedwalking? I've seen two times I've seen speedwalking and both of it was with Australians. So therefore, 100% of speedwalking is Australian as far as I'm concerned. That's science, that is analytical, that. He drives out... Statistical. Yeah. yeah. Statistically correct. Yeah. yeah. He drives out of the petrol station, nearly nearly running over the old biddies. There's a police car, sees them. They've got the most two Australian people in the world. One of them looks like Chopper. He does look he like does. Chopper. He does. <laughs> and they make chase. You see that car, Chop? <laughs> see that fucking car? Fucking car. Get in the car. Mangrel. You mangrel. Get in the fucking car. Yeah, so Ryan is driving erratically all over the place while squirting washing up liquid down the holes in his neck. Oh, it's, it's, it's brilliant. It's and just you get, brilliant. You get inside body view as well, point of view from yeah. whatever it is that's inside him. I feel like for the time, that was pretty innovative. It was like 93, 94, this film. And I can't really think of many films that did that kind of shit before. Mm. I would liken the the osploitation horror films to the Japanese like splatter films. Yeah, yeah. Very, very similar. Like very similar. Just really masterclass in low budget practical effect. You know? mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just loved the practical effects in this film. I think they were great. Meanwhile, back at the close, a new family have moved into Peebles Court. Pebbles Court. Brian and his wife Cheryl. She's expecting a baby. Baby on the way. Perfect family situation. Got a new house. I hope that works out okay. Ryan is speeding, nearly knocking over the spandex running man. He's like, you asshole. He gets a dictaphone out of his pocket and he says, the first phase is hallucinogenic. The second phase is glandular. And the third phase is... He goes, the third phase is, oh God, oh God. Wonderful. <laughs> and then Ryan crashes into the moving van. He goes through the windscreen, screaming, through the windscreen, and then he lands, his neck holes, tendrils come out, worm, neck worms. Are you going to eat those noodles, mate? Because they come out, the noodle, neck noodles come out, and they poke him up the nose. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah. See, this fucking annoys me, like... So they do it, and it's it's trash, it's tat, it's whatever. If David Cronenberg did that, everyone would be saying that's fucking art. They would you know applaud. I mean? They would applaud. This saying that doesn't waste a 
seconds. Oh no, it's it is 80 minutes of pure, unadulterated, concentrated, crazy worm, magnificent tattoo. Yeah. I think, I think um, the reason it's probably like that is because it was supposed to be an anthology film. Mm. It, was, it, it was supposed to be an anthology film, but they didn't, they didn't have the budget for it. I don't know why it would cost more to make it an anthology film. Apparently they just had to make it into one film, yeah. but maybe because it's supposed to be a, a bunch of like short stories, that's why there's so much happening all the time, mm. because they're just not supposed to be so long. Because it goes from one thing to the other really, mm. isn't it? It just, it's r- relentless. Mm. Well, that's it. Ryan is dead. He's dead as a doornail, mate. He didn't get a chance to stop Paul Matthews from taking the fucking bright green vitamins. But it's too late. Paul Matthews, he is in the house. He's taking the bright green vitamins. He's got a Phil Collins poster up. He's, he's old. He likes Elton John. And Phil Collins. Yeah. It's too late. He's mixed you it. You like Phil Collins, don't you? Do like J. Matthews. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your favourite song by Phil Collins? <laughs> It'd be... I don't really know. What about that one about the homeless lady? Bing, bing, bing. That's so heart-wrenching. We used to sing that in school. Maybe Phil Collins was my music teacher. Maybe that's what it was. In disguise. What about the one that was covered by Disturbed? Oh, fuck off. The police arrive at the scene. The whole street is out. The police are called Sam and Jono. Of course it's called Sam and Jono. 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 The two teenagers come over and they say, do you need us to say anything? Or can we just go? And they're like, yeah, where are you going? They say, oh, we're going on a trip. We're going um, opal hunting, is what they say, because they're just making it up on the spot. Their parents are away visiting... Opal hunting. Yeah, visiting... Because they didn't I'm say... very Australian. Well, the thing is, what they are doing is they're going to the health spa to donate some sperm, because they've been sent, sent a picture of the Milfy doctor, and they're like, oh, fucking hell, mate. Doesn't that fucking get in the car? Did you hear the names of the two Italian guys? What? Uh, Gino Argento and Sal Sassoon. Wow. They are good names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a nod to shampoo and horror there. So that's, you know... Shampoo? Shampoo. As in... Vidal Sassoon. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, shampoo as in the 90s. Oh, for God. Who, <laughs> who I really, really love. For, for God. Don't call me. Don't call me. Babe! That one. They were well good. Policeman Sam asks Paul to, he's like, hang on a minute, Paul. He's like, fucking hell, Sam, I've got to go to the airport, mate. I've got to go to the airport because I work at the late local radio station. I've got to pick someone up. Bam! This is where we meet that little the little kid. What's the little kid from Neighbours? What's his Toby Mangle. Toby Mangle. He pops up, looks at the corpse. He sees a man mangled. He's like, whoa! And they're like, get that fucking kid away from that corpse. Mm. For Christ's sake. Toby Mangle. Toby Mangle. I didn't learn his name, he's just Toby fucking Mangle. The policeman finds the tape, he puts it on. First phase! I know where this is going. Paul's at the airport. He's got a headache. He's, he's looking peaky, he's sitting in the waiting room. First of all, he's just staring around. There's a, there's a businessman reading a book just looking at him because he's like, he looks like a drug man to me. And he's just staring. There's a street punk couple. Mm. Naked in front street of him. Street punk lovers. Yeah, even I they. I didn't think there was going to be street punks in there. Well, punks. there was street punks. Yeah, it's and even important. They... I, I feel like this is a requirement of a tap film. If there isn't a street punk, it's not a true tap film. Mm. Well, mm, yeah. street punks in Desperado. Yeah, they're all. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a street, punk, it's a street film. punk film. No, it's full of street. There punks. aren't any street punks. What are you talking? They're about? all Desperados. 
Desperados are just Mexican no. street punks. No, no it's not true. So he's at the airport, street punks, and even the street punks are like, he like, too, too many drags, mate, is what they say. Paul's tripping balls. He thinks he can see an old lady, but the old lady's not there, and he's like... The angelic old lady. Yeah, angelic old lady. His phone's <laughs> ringing. He answers it. Turns out he doesn't even need to be at the airport. Whoever it is he's meeting has ditched him. He's like, oh, thanks, mate. Fucking thanks a bunch. No worries. You're mangrel. You're mangrel. Do Australians really use the term mangrel? Or is yeah. it just something from neighbours? Rack off, Mark. <gasps> Rack off? Rack off. Mate. Gino and Sal are driving out into the <laughs> desert. It's a- Do you know what my favourite one is? Have you ever seen Fury Road? Yeah. Mad like Max. Great film. Do you know the bit where she's sat in the back? She's like, fucking he's Gino and Sal are driving out in the desert, very much like Mad Max. Do you know, like, have you ever watched Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? A hundred yeah. times I am, after all, a gay. <laughs> do you think that's They just... give it you when you come out. Do they they do. It's like, it's like you, you are gifted it by elder gays when you come out. What's my Elton John? But, 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 no, seriously. If I meet a young Do you know how I know this is true? Because I've had someone completely separate from you who was also gay be like, yeah, Priscilla is the elder... He literally said elder gays pass it down (laughs) If I happen... If I meet a young gay who has not seen Priscilla, I'm like, you need to watch this. You are coming round. You must watch this. Priscilla. I I presented it to... um, I presented it. To a a mate not so long ago. He's like 20 or something. And... He was so grateful. Yeah. He was so grateful because gays require Priscilla in their life. Sorry, what was your point? Gay Mad Max. Gay Mad Max. Oh, it is. Pretty it for fucking hell. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Right? Gino and Sal are driving in the desert in a red sports car. Unreal. Unreal, mate, is their license plate. And I say, they're looking at a photo of the sexy doctor and they're saying, oh, this is the fucking photo. And she says, she's fucking hot, mate. She's fucking hot. She said, you better be right about this, Gino. She said, yeah, she's a fucking doctor. Imagine it, it's sperm donations, clean country air, and a health spa packed with women, and we're getting fucking paid for it, mate. And he says, yeah, this is going to be ace. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the airport, Paul's having a coffee and he's tripping balls. He can see a zombie lady right in front of him. She's like, Rah. she asked for a cigarette. And he's like, yeah, you can see, yeah. Go on. And she says, I've never been here before. At least, at least it's not raining. Who is she? Just a zombie lady. That she's not a zombie though, is she? She's just she's all smashed up when she fir- when she first sees him. Yeah, because she's been she's been beaten. She's, well, I thought she was a zombie lady. No, because she's like oh, man. She's talking about domestic violence. Well, she looks zombified to me. No, she's got a fucking swollen eye and a cut lip. <sighs> because she's been beat up by a mango. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, why is he seeing a? domestic abuse victim. Nobody else can see her apart from him. And she says, I've never been here before. At least it ain't raining. It's always fucking raining in Sydney. Pissing it down. And she asks Paul if he's from Melbourne. And he says, yeah, yeah. She says, I need somewhere to stay. Can I come and stay at your house? He just says, yeah. That was so confusing, that yeah. was. Just go with it. Yeah, just get with it. it. Drink it down. Someone's face gone mail soon. It's all good. Yeah. I think maybe that's the... Uh, residual product of it being an anthology that was changed into a feature length. Gino and Sal now driving through the desert, but their windshield is broken. Like, we didn't see their windshield get broken while they were driving, but they're driving and they drive past a sign that says windshields this way. So they go down that way. 
And they meet a horror trope. They meet a horror. They meet Pud. He's feeding. He's, he's feeding fish. And when the boys pull up, it is basically Wolf Creek Black. Well, well, I thought it was like you, they, they pull up to Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, basically. Yeah. yeah. Or, or um, what was that one with um, with Faith from Buffy in? Wrong turn. Wrong turn. Yeah. Can yeah. you watch Wrong Turn? Yeah. Safe. They got dolls. Isn't that a video nasty? No, no we had Faith from Buffy in it, and loads of douche coup. Yeah, yeah. isn't it a remake? It's, no, it's a 2000. Oh, it might be a remake. Oh, you yeah. know, maybe it's a remake. Because around that time, they remade, like, Last House on the Left. I uh, Spit on Your Grave. grave. Yeah. They did a load of video nasty. They remade movies. I Spit on Your Grave. There's, there's like, there's like three, six. It's which, like which, a trilogy. No? Did they? Yeah. Mate, there's did, did like six. Of, where there's they, a six. Did they still have the bit where they used a cleaver on someone's cock? Do you know what? It's quite possibly more violent than the original. Yeah. How is it possible to be more violent than using a cleaver on someone's cock? Um, someone gets arse raped by a shotgun. Okay, fair point. Yeah. Dolls on sticks, neon, flotsam, jetsam. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 house, basically. Painted up bright as fuck like, like a Scooby-Doo nightmare. And they say, good day, mate, for the first time in the film, for an Australian film. He says, we're lost in the middle of nowhere. And he says, you're in a full house town called Nowhere, because where they are is called Nowhere. It's got it painted on the side. Nowhere. It looks like a theatre stage that I would have worked on in the 90s in Glastonbury, basically. That, that yeah. whole area. Isn't is... that a real place? Glastonbury? No, Nowhere, Australia. I don't know. Maybe it is, yeah. Because they've got lots of very small truck stop towns yeah. with odd names. They, they do have odd names. A mate of mine lives in Townsville. They just went with That's town. where the Cribble Puff girls live. Yeah, yeah. the city of Townsville. And it's like he got headhunted as like he's a customer's excise. He's 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 like a training standards officer. He got headhunted by Australia wow. to live in Townsville. Yeah. And Townsville is massive, mm. but it's small for Australia. It's really oh, Australia's wonderful. I, I went to. I, I want to go to Australia so much. I went to Adelaide, right, which is where they filmed Bad Boy Bobby. Oh, don't talk about Bad Boy Bobby. He suffocates a cat with clean film. What a cunt! Adelaide is like the weird murder capital of the world. The weird murder capital. Yeah, or the weird kind of serial killery kind of, kind of like Bad Boy Bobby actually. Like uh, this, uh, this chap killed his mum because she raised him weird and then he ended up killing her and he put her in like, a trolley Fucking and, uh, and there was um, a lot of um, Dharma-esque serial killer there who killed a lot of gay men lured a lot of gay men killed them and they were right, right. in barrels like the grinder like killer mm. so that, yeah there was just a lot there's a lot of weird kind of serial killer people that have been there in the past Australia is just so weird and wonderful mm. my, my, my friend she went Back to Australia. She lives in Britain. She's got like, like British kids, but she went back to Australia for a holiday, and without any irony whatsoever, she returned to Britain with a gift for me and some of our other mutual friends. She bought us all the same thing. It is a fucking frog, a fucking actual frog that has been turned into a coin purse. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. She, she's lovely, she's brilliant, she's one of my favourite people in all the world. Fucking coin frog purse! I didn't see that, because all I saw were kangaroo scrotum purses. Then you got a ball bag one, didn't you? Oh no, she bought me like a drawstring bag that was made out of a kangaroo scrotum. Mm. Yeah. She, she's, she's like 90% brilliant, 10% weird, and that's why I love her. 
But I think it's kind of because she's Australian. Well, Pud asks the asks the teenagers if they need a if they need a windscreen, and they say yeah. And then he makes a pig call. He goes sweet. And this is yours. And this is where we meet the crazy mutant children. The first one is called Bab. <laughs> Did you notice that? No, I didn't. I love that it's called Bab. The first one's called Bab, and the second one's called Bronto. Bab comes out, opens a fridge, honks a horn, and then there's a set of curtains on the other side of the room, and Bronto comes out of those like it, like a stage show. Bab and Bronto. <laughs> it's it's so fucking tropey, and the rest of the film is not. But this bit, I'm like tropey. Yes, but, but, but while he's sorting out the um, the windscreen. They go over and sit over in, in, in a cafe area, at a dining table, and then this is where we meet Slab, who's one of the, uh, another one of the mutants. She comes out, she's really fucking tall, and she's got like evil ash, evil dead face, and she comes over and she says, what'll it be? And you mean she's got a big chin? No, she's got like wonky zombie face, a mutant. She sits down, she says, what'll it be? They say, I don't know, coffee and toast, and she says, no! We do breakfast, lunch, and tea. That pops me. Yeah. I this whole film just pops me. Yeah. I didn't get it. Neither did I, but did yeah. I? She just lost her temper and... This is the bit, like, I got really confused at this point. Yeah. I didn't under, but then when I found out it was supposed to be an anthology film, that's when it all just made sense. Yeah. Bab, Bab asked, the, asked the boys where they're from, and they're from Melbourne, but they've never heard of it because it's basically a foreign country to them. Slab just stares at him with a weird evil dead face, smiling at him, writing things down. She's like, Mick! Mick! <laughs> Mick comes out to take the order, but Mick's a lady with a big bulbous head. And they say, oh, Mick's the brainy one. And then they, she comes out and just chucks two plates of uh, breakfast, clips down to shitty breakfasts. Breakfast looked all right. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot. Yeah. Sausage, fried egg. Yeah, I'm down with that. Apart from the sausage, veggie, you know. Right, when I was in Adelaide, I used to get up every morning and go to this place and just like do eggs and stuff. I really want to go do to eggs. Australia. Mm. But then I got caught in this storm and it blew over a lorry and I got really frightened. So to I couldn't fair, go for me eggs Benedict anymore. To be fair, Australia does want to kill you. It's got like fucking spiders the size of your I hand. saw a fucking huntsman! This big. A spider the size of your hand that could kill a fucking ox. I had a red bat crawl out of one of my trainers. What's a red bat? Death a spider. Black red Black Widow thing. Mate. I saw some uh, flying foxes and all, that was cool. They can't kill you. No, but they're adorable. They go for your face. <laughs> Can a koala kill you? Oh, mate. Oh, mate. In the house, right? In the house. And bought some fucking, because we're in Adelaide, fucking serial killers. Thought there was one in the back garden. Because we could hear him going, eh, 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 eh. Come out. Fucking koala on a tree hanging like that, and he was just like, yeah, like that, making pervy noises. Like looking it. through the windows and just going like this. Yeah. Do you know what? I had no idea what noise a koala made. That's that what noise, noise. That, It sounds like the pervo having sex. Yeah, it? it sounds like someone letting through your windows. So, yeah. poor. Kangaroos lie, lie like we do. It's really weird. They what? They like, they do, they like like this. It's really weird. Oh, like they're lying on their arms, like, yeah, like chilling. They, yeah, they, yeah. Chilling. On the park, in a little circle. Don't they have like a real serious problem with kangaroos and they have to cull them? They're really aggro. Horrible. They're really aggro. One started on me. Did punch you? 
No, I got out there, mate. I'm fucking with no kangaroos. No, I won't fuck with a kangaroo. I went oh. to a restaurant, that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to get my own back. Just to mock him. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm veggie these days, but I might eat a kangaroo just because they're such bastards. It mm. is one of the most delicious meats I've ever eaten. Right. No lie. Cows and sheep are like a bit dumb and a bit lovely. Mm. Whereas, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm veggie, but I might eat a kangaroo because they're melons. Yeah. Well, you would you that? eat a shark? I'd never eat, like, shark things. Yeah, would you eat shark? Yeah, just because you ate them. I tell you what, sharks are lovely. Have you had shark? I have, yeah. yeah. What does it taste like? Teeth? Uh, no, it tastes like tuna, really. Porky tuna. It tastes like tuna and evil. Tuna and evil. Fantastic. Yeah, so Paul is fucked. He's asleep in his office and he gets woken up by Melanie from Neighbours. Melanie from Neighbours? I popped for Melanie from Neighbours. Yeah, so Paul falls asleep at work and Melanie from... I like Zen things. Melanie from Neighbours wakes him up and says, Go home. The CID have been sniffing around here. You want to go home, Paul? You look fucking terrible. So he goes home. Zombie lady's in the mirror. And she says, this place looks like shit. And he says, all right, okay. Uh, um, there's a spare room in there if you want to have a shower. And then she disappears like gas before him. Later, Paul is sleeping. And he's woken up by the lady. But now she's no longer mashed up zombie lady. She's like, pretty, pretty lady. Coming through and she starts rubbing his stomach like, mmm giving him a massage on his stomach and then eh, jabs his fingers in, jabs her fingers in and she wake, he wakes up and he's like, oh, it's okay. It's just a crazy dream. What is it? Meanwhile, at the Nowhere Diner, Slab, the uh, waitress lady says, is it true what they say about you city guys? She fancies Sal. She's got her eye on little sexy Sal. She's like, I'm gonna have a slice of that. I'm gonna have a bit of that lasagna. <laughs> hey, that's a spicy meatball. Is Sal short for Salvatore? Was that a reference to the fact that Salvatore is Italian? Sal Sassoon, mate. That's more Italian than than. Um... Do we not? Do we know whether his name's Salvatore? Well, it probably it's is. A good yeah. name, Salvatore. Yeah. Got mate called. It's Salvatore. not going to be Salmon. I used to know a guy called Santiago. Santiago is Spanish. Like the Spanish equivalent of James. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's from the same source, even though it sounds nothing like James. How very either that, interesting. Either well, that, or my Spanish teacher was full of shit. was having you on. Yeah. Do you know what? I used to teach English as a foreign language, and he was having you on, mate. My Sp- no, my <laughs> Spanish teacher, right? She, like... Mate, I lied so much as a teacher. Good. And, 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 and I'm glad you did, but I, I believe in Senorita Donaghy. She spoke Spanish, but she was from Ireland. And then um, she... She'd be sure. Yeah. No. So she um, she went through all of our names and told us what it would be in Spanish. What was yours? Marcos. Marcos Adamas. Si. <laughs> Whereas... Mark Adams. She came up to this guy... Marcos. And she came up to this, this guy Sorry. called James. And she was like, your name would be Santiago. Wow. And James was gutted because yeah. he wanted to be ham or something. And it was fucking Man. Santiago. So obviously we called him Santiago for the entirety of school. Yeah. Gino is talking to Pud and he's like, where are you from? He says, Holmesville. Pud just laughs because he knows there's something going on about this sort of thing. Bab and Bronco run off and they're like, fucking Kanga, Kanga. <laughs> they see a kangaroo in the distance and uh, what they do is... Bronco throws a stone at the kangaroo. He screams at it in a kangaroo shrill kangaroo noise, the calling sound of the kangaroo. What noise does a kangaroo make? That noise that this mutant child made. I can't remember, you're gonna have to like tell me. 
That was beautiful. That's what they're doing, it. That was beautiful. And this kangaroo goes, what the fuck was that? Looks up, bolt upright, she chucks a stone, hits it square beyond the eyes, plop, goes down like a bag of shit. They run over to it and they rip his throat out and take its adrenal gland and they're going, what the fuck is that? This is what the Italian guys are saying. It's and it's so, like, so you don't even know what this is. They say, this is the crazy worm. So they split the adrenal gland between them and gobble it down. I, I mean, good. Yeah. And then they go bonkers and they get in a car and they drive round in circles, round and round and round. While this is going on, Sal is getting led to the shed by Slab for some mutant loving. Slab. Slab. Right. Yeah. Seriously, she says to him, do you want a love bite? And he says, yes. Who actually wants a love bite? You just look like a dick. You, you, you have to wear a fucking roll neck shirt forever. And, and no, but nobody in their right mind wants a love bite. They're not nice. They don't feel that good. And you look like a cunt for a week. Yeah, but I want people to know that I've got some sex. Look at that. Like because if, I just, if they just look at me, they won't believe it. Well, that's it. because you don't get very much sex. I get lots, therefore I don't need love bites. Oh! Burn on Fletcher there. Am I right? I matched someone on Tinder today. Oh, there we go. Sexy parrot. Did everyone see the sexy cockatoo that's got sexy spray painted on him? Yeah. It was quite a sexy cockatoo. That was odd. Yeah. Sexy cockatoo. He's just chucking. Well, they're, they're oh, dealing. Maybe I have been without sex for too long. <laughs> While they're diddling in that bar and he's just chucking polystyrene at them out of a bag. Just kicking it in. Chucking packing peanuts. Yeah, yeah. 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 I love this film. I love this film so much. Bab. Bab. Bab leads (laughs) Jesus. You can't stop. You can't say say Bab without it being funny. Bab leads. You say Bab all the time, don't you, Bab? It's a term of endearment. Don't you, Bab? Yeah. You say Bab a lot, Bab. I do, Bab. Bab. I do, Bab. Bab. So, Bab, the the mutant. Bab. He leads Gino into the house through a secret wall in this pink wallpaper secret wall. Bab. And the house is full of lights and junk. And a Gene. Bab. It is Bab. Bab. There's a Gene Simmons mask on the wall. Bab. Yeah, there is. There is Bab, yeah. Bab. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons mask. Gene Simmons. Like that. And also, Gino notices at this point there's a photo of Pud as a young man with a young Harold Bishop. Harold fucking Bishop! And they've got lab coats on in front of the Vimuville sign. And he asks Bab, he's like, Is this your dad? And he says, No, he's not my dad. We're just a load of mutants that live in a shed in the middle of the fucking nowhere. Bab. And he's like, oh, Okay. And while they're talking about it, he is south screaming. And he's like, What the fuck is that? Quick question. So he was a scientist. Yeah. Yeah. But then he left science to live in a shed in the outback. Yeah. To be fair, if I could afford to do no work ever, I would do no work ever. Yeah, but would, would you, you be, live in a shed? Would, like be, that? would you be an outback mutant? No. Big bubbly face. That's no. your choice. You either be a, <laughs> you either work for a living or you'd be an outback mutant. That's your choice. I'll, I'll work. You just yeah. chill out, throw rocks at kangaroos all day. Yeah, yeah, I'll work. Yeah. Eat their adrenal glands. Yeah. yeah, just just dick around. Sal's screaming because he's, he's been impaled on a big wooden fucking post that's gone right in his dick. It did go yeah. right in his dick. Right in his it? dick, and his neck's flapping about like a cat. It, it's, it's been ripped open. She gave him a love bite, but there wasn't much love in that. I can't, there I can't see that. 
I'm not saying that before. She bit him there, didn't she? It, was, it wasn't a classic love bite. No, no. Gino's panicking. He's trying to get out of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in Australia house. And he's going through the corridors until he finds a three-legged dog watching porn with an old lady. Yeah. And he accidentally sits on the old lady. And she's like, get off me fucking lap, mate. I'm watching the porn with a dog. And he fucking freaks out. And he runs screaming out of the house. The rest of the mutant family aren't happy because Slab has killed Sal. So like, right, now we're going to have to kill the other guy. He punches her. Yeah. He's like, keep it in the fucking family. Keep it in the family. And he boshes her. We're going to have to kill the other one now. And he tries to escape in the truck that they were driving around in circles in. But it just drives around in circles. So he can't get out. Has it got a wheel missing or something? He walks up to it and he pulls the steering wheel. It doesn't work. It goes like that. It doesn't work. Every single moment of this film is perfect. Sam and Jono are on their this way. This wine is perfect. Sam and Jono are on their way to the spa. They get to the spa and they're greeted by Sultry Shan. Sultry Shan. The Shan. The ad lady. The sexy milf. The sweaty milf. She was tits. shiny, wasn't she? She was a shiny milf, wasn't she? She got tits out. You little magpie. You're like a sex magpie. And she shows them around the pool. She's like, have a look at this. This is like a hell spa. And they go, oh, it's like a fucking holiday resort, isn't it? And here, Sean. And they say, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be, mate. That's the whole fucking point. That's the whole fucking point, you dozy cat. Do you know what Australians love? Iced coffee. Really? Mm. Like a frappe. Like little cartons of iced coffee. And you just, everyone drinks it. I don't Mm. like coffee. They ask, they ask... I love iced coffee. I call it nice coffee. They ask uh, Sexy Sean about Ryan. He's going on his thing to go and warn the people of Peebles Court. And she denies even knowing him, Flesh. She's like, I don't even know him. Why fucking, why would I know him? She says, yeah, well, you had some of the drugs that you're selling in this place. And she's like, yeah, well, you can get that. You can get that. Maybe you got them somewhere else. The poor soul. And I said, what does the V stand for? She says, vitamins. Obviously, she shows the cops around the spa and they say, Oh, a swimming pool, all stuff like that. We're on the way out, and they're like, Get in the car because they've seen enough. They can't have a swim because they're on duty. Yeah, do you want to have a swim? Can't I'm on duty. Oh, what does he say to him? He's like, Oh, I thought I, thought I was in quite good shape. Sam and Jono, who we're talking about now, they've gone to the lab to examine Ryan's body. Split open, you can see his wanger. Don't laugh at the willy. Sarah laughed at the Stop corpse. Stop laughing thing. at the willy. So yeah, they've got, they, they go to, they go to uh, check out the body and the guy there, some old hippie guy, and he says maybe he was into some like new drugs, super experimental stuff. He says, by the way though, he's one healthy dude. Un- unnaturally healthy. He says, I'm talking drugs here. Not your 70s designer shit or your 80s ghetto powders. This is fucking 90s, mate. It's fucking now. Cognitive enhancers designed to take your mind to a new dimension. So Paul's at home and he's still knocking back the bright green voodoo juice. The kombucha. Kombucha juice, yeah. Post box, as he's leaving, he looks in his post box and as he looks in his post box, he sees the sexy girl that's been living in his mirror walking towards him, a little bit like a razor head looking in the radiator. Razor head's a good film. Yeah. In this trip, this time, she's got a collection of ribs in a bag. And it's like, bag of ribs? And she opens it up, she's like, yeah, look at that. And this little bit reminded me a bit of, uh, the, you know, the insect tunnel in Willy Wonka? When he's going, there's all the wasps, like, fucking, and all that, and Willy Wonka. 
Gene Wilder. What is he talking about? Spinning graphics, Willy Wonka wasps, and then we're going down the fucking wasp tunnel. No? No. And they're showing no signs of slowing. That's exactly what I'm talking oh, about. That. Yeah. See, well, now Hollywood Fletcher's made you make sense, I understand. Malachi Jane Matthews. Jesus Christ. And that's why I'm the straight guy. <laughs> Paul stops yeah. looking in the post box because it's weird. Get out of the post box and he goes into the house. He goes in the house, so there's, there's no the electricity's not working. Bright white flash, now he's in bed, and the lady's doing the finger things on his stomach again. But now she's massaging him, she's saying, you are the last one. I've collected from 12 others. This has been my quest, 13 male ribs. When I chose you at the airport, I became an Im- image of your deepest fears. Now I am a sexy dark fantasy. <laughs> so there she's are, basically Camille from Red Dwarf. And she said, there are many women in the world like me, and many, 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 many men in the world like you. But they are all in your mind! And then she plops one of his ribs out. Right. So she's not a hallucination. She's also not anything to do with the fucking actual plot of this film. She's not at all. She's just a weird rib rib collector woman. Weird, weird rib Camille woman. Camille. But that rib effect. Well good. When she massages the rib out. It's really gruesome. I really really loved that final shot with her holding the rib aloft as blood dripped down And then you never see her again. Well, Spandex Joggerman and his family got a VHS in the post which invited them to stay at the Hell Farm. So they're going over there. <sighs> nice one. Brian and his wife, the young couple that we mentioned earlier, the wife's been having fucking terrible, freaky dreams. She says, maybe the baby's trying to tell me something. And Brian's like, you're just fucking pregnant, Cheryl. That's just what happens. I'm going to go to work and I'm going to drive in my car with a comic relief red nose on the front of it. That's how you know it's the 90s. That gave you a little nostalgic. It did, it, it, yeah, it did when we watched that this <laughs> afternoon, yeah. She calls the doctor because she's like she's worried about a baby situation. She's been having terrible, terrible dreams. It's making weird sounds, guys. It doesn't sound like a baby. It don't sound right. So she calls the doctor. But the doctor is Harold Bishop. I got a, a massive, like the biggest love heart of all time evil was that Harold, Harold Bishop. Evil Harold no, no, no. Bishop. Well, we didn't know he was evil at this point. So oh, you can tell Harold, he's evil. Right, Harold Bishop earned a love heart. Evil Harold Bishop earned a second love heart. I look at later. Two separate Harold Bishop related love hearts. <laughs> oh, and also a third one because Harold said fuck. Three Harold Bishop related love hearts. He's there, he's, he's, exa- he's examining Cheryl and he says, Oh, you'll be alright. At night you're going to feel ill. He says, Up until birth, the baby is the ultimate parasite. So Cheryl leaves and Harold instantly picks up the phone. He phones Sean, sexy Sean from the ad. He says, Are you on your own? She says, Yeah. She says, uh, We need to decrease Cheryl's dosage. The patient is overreacting. We need to change our strategy. And she's like, look, it was, it, everything's going to be fine. I'm going, to send, I'm going to send it out to the shops. I've got a chain store that's really interested in it. And he's like, fuck the chain store. What about the cops? Harold yeah. Bishop said fuck. did, yeah. He says, ever since your boyfriend phoned at the mouth and kamikaze it into people's courts, we've had to rethink our position about it. He said, the drug's too unpredictable. We didn't know this was going to happen. Bad, bad situation, but... 
Bashar, she she wants it out there. Then, she wants it out in the streets. Then the Lidamide reference. Yeah, she says if Mate, we if we're not careful, what? this is going to be worse than Flamidamide. <laughs> Sharon doesn't give a shit what Harold says. She's shipping it out, and she gets it. She, she's a right cunt, isn't yeah, she? Sharon, I said Sharon again. It's Sean. Whatever. She's a cunt. Sharon. Sharon. Just fucking Sheila. Just, just Sheila. Cunty McCunt. So Sean's shipping it out, no matter what Harold says. Fucking Bonza, mate. Yeah. Calls her security guard in. Big beefy boy with the tiny lady voice. He sounds like Tim Minchin. He sounds like Tim Minchin. Poor Tim Minchin. Harold's now in his office and the phone rings and he says, Don't you ever hang up on me again. It's Badass Harold, man. I love Badass Harold. He is just like, don't fuck with me. I'm fucking Harold. He is so sinister, yet so campy at the same time. He's just Harold, but evil. But it's not Sean on the phone, it's Pud. It's big fat-faced Pud over in his his shed in the desert. And he says, we haven't spoken in so long. It looks like we're back in business. Because he's looking at the photo of the Italian kid with the sexy milf lady. And he's like, ah! This phone call is great because it represents both of the Australians that I met in Australia. (laughs) There's two kinds of people in Australia, right? There's... People who are, like, you'll chat to them and they won't even realise that I'm not from Australia at first because we've both got mild accents. And then there's people who are wearing a trench coat and a fucking Crocodile Dundee hat. Like, all right, mate, how are you doing? Do you want a a fucking purse, mate? A fucking frag? There's there's fucking... Basically, there's some bloke and there's Paul Hogan. That's the two types of Australians there are. I'd like to point out that this is at the halfway point of my notes. And every single thing I wrote on the second page of my two pages of notes earned a love heart. This film is perfect. We have we have talked for over an hour and we haven't got to the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 love hearts on my second page. You need a swizzles factory for the amount of love hearts I put on my two pages of notes. Cheryl's at home. Massive jump scare from Paul. Gooey face in the window. Love heart. Love heart. Gooey Paul. She's having <laughs> she's having babby issues. She's still having the babby issues. The Spandex family, Runner Man and uh, little fucking Mangle Kid, they're going on a holiday that they're never going to forget. Is that where we are so far? No. We're about a third of the way through the film, mate. No, so as we said, Cheryl's having baby trouble. She's like, oh, stomach feels a bit... Plip! Something plips out of her and she's like, Harold, um, something's plipped out of me. Is this supposed to happen? She go, and he goes, there, don't worry about it. It's probably not supposed to happen. No, it plips out of her and she's like, oh, fucking hell. And she, fucking hell. And then it fucks off. Well, it fucks off when she's on the phone. Yeah, it fucks off. It's gone. Hides in the house. The placenta plips out of her and hides in Where the house. Where did it go? Placenta face hugger love heart. Yeah. Placenta face hugger. Evil placenta. Gone. All over the place. Now, Harold Bishop phones up Brian. He says, I want you to meet me at your house. Don't panic or anything. Nothing crazy is going to happen. Evil Harold love heart. So Cheryl's, her stomach is expanding now. It's like, poof, it's fucking massive. She falls onto the bed and she picks up a knife and she goes, I'm going to pop it, I'm going to pop it. The pain is too much. Some, some weird... It's an it's a envelope opener. It's, yeah. It just looks like some weird gothic metal knife. knife. Brian comes in and she's Dagger. like, fucking hell, Cheryl, what are you doing? As he's screaming, placenta goes in his mouth, swallows it. 
Like I say, placenta face hugger love heart. Face a, a, love tendril a tendril comes forth from her vagina and grabs his face. And he swallows it. And whilst he's swallowing it, he lurches forward and wrestles the knife from her. Yeah. Which I don't get. Well, he, he goes backwards, then she he flips up, clips onto the floor, and then her stomach splits open and basically farts. There's like a wind machine inside of her. Yeah, farty gas. Right, you two are heterosexuals, right? <laughs> okay. I'm aware of fanny farts as a thing. Is this what they're like? No. Fannies are horrible. So the police think Brian has killed his wife. Sam and Jono, Sam and Jono are starting to piece things together. They're like, what is this fucking shit going on? Everyone's drinking this green stuff. It's they arrest, shit. They arrest Brian, slimy Brian, get him in the back of the car. Now Harold goes to see, he's in the area. He's around there. This is when it's evil Harold. Harold's in, in the forefront of the camera and the policeman's behind him going, do you know anything about this, Harold? And he's going, <laughs> no. Evil Harold love her. Evil Harold love her. It turns out he's Australian Vincent Price and we didn't mm-hmm. know. Honestly, just the fact that Harold is a baddie and says fuck, this made my life. This is one of them really great um, performances when you can tell he's the actor is just it. having fun. He's just loving it. For he has played Harold for forever. Yeah. And now he gets to play a baddie. Well, do you aware? This was around the time when Harold disappeared in, in Neighbours. He fell into a river when he was, was away with the scout. It was just after Harold. Yeah. So this is when he died before he came back and played the tuba. <laughs> he, died, he, he, he disappeared. He floated he off did. with the scouts. Harold! Harold! And this is where he went. This is what he did. She got him a match going, How did And then she found his glasses. Yeah. The whole time he was here making voodoo vitamins with people. Heartbreaking. This conversation is so niche. I cried. Good luck understanding that one, American guys. (laughs) I cried tears of true sorrow when Harold died. I, I, my heart went out to match. Harold! Well, he fell in the brook. It's his own fault. He's a silly man. Crook, not rook. So yeah, Harold goes to see Paul. After the police has gone, he, d- he does a bit of detective work and he's going, I am Harold, I am Harold, I am Harold, sneaking into the house. He's got a needle and he's filling it up with the green voodoo drugs. Paul is looking out the window and he's, gonna, he's like, I'm going to sneak up on Paul. He's like... Paul, I'm here. Paul flips round. Big googly face. His face is ripped open like a predator. But he's a man and you can see his teeth and his eyes are just like hanging out. Melted face effect, love heart. Yeah. So so Harold goes for him with the needle. But Paul grabs him by the head like that. And he absorbs one of his ears. Into his hand. Into his hand. He takes his ear off. He has his ear. He has his ears. Gone. Struggle with a needle. Injects him in the hand. Pulls Harold's ears straight off his head. Now the family, the arsehole family, have arrived, have arrived at the spa and are eating a buffet of fine foods. There's a pile of bacon. There's Ooh. a pile of lobster. Ooh. pile of burgers. And they're all just chomping it down like little piggy people. I had lobster for Christmas dinner once. It was gorgeous. Ooh. I had bisque once. I didn't eat much of it. Well, all the food that's there is designed to look like normal food that appeals to adults and children, but it's not. It's made out of the V. It's made out of the V. It's what they call positive deception. Mm. Mm. Now, while they're at the dinner table, Dad's nose starts running, and the kids giggle at him. He, he goes to not love her. Come eh? on. And he goes to the toilet to sort it out, 
And Fletch didn't like this. There's one. If there's one thing that instantly will always gross me out and I can't watch, it's snot. What about the living bogey that fell out of his face? Evil snot love heart. Evil snot love heart. Do you know what? Once when I when I was in Australia, actually, I went on this big uh, I went on this big walk around this massive. A walkabout. I went on walkabout. Yeah. <laughs> I went on walkabout down the Billabong Mark. You fucking can't mark. Fucking... I was drinking and I couldn't swallow because you made me laugh. He can't hold his tinnies, bad. Carry on with your, with your sad Australian story. How do you know it's going to be sad? Because well, there's that one about that time you killed a politician. I didn't kill a politician. I just British? thought I did. Toby Mangle gets fucking mangled. Goes out doing some skating. Oh my god. Smash face Toby Mangle, love heart. He jumps on the fucking halfpipe and his fucking moves are so rad. It's almost as if it's not him. He's the raddest kid on the block. Tiny child slash huge man roller skates love heart. Yeah. He's the raddest kid in the railier, mate. Well, he says, this one's going to be over the fucking top. Bam! Face plant, little twat. So he dies in an unrelated incident. Yeah, it's That's not... not related to him doing the V or anything. His body didn't melt. And nobody cares. He's never mentioned again. Oh, no, no. His parents aren't upset. Because they think he's out camping. They think he's camping. They think he's out camping. The police find Paul's faceless body. He's got Harold's ear now grafted to his own hand. And they're like, that's a bit fucking weird, mate. Ear hands love her. That's unusual, that is. That's unusual, that is. Techno! Harold's driving, but he can't answer the phone because he's only got one ear now. So (laughs) So he throws it out the window and just screams. He's like, hello, hello. (laughs) So he's like this genius scientist, but he couldn't work out that he's got two fucking ears. Yeah. Well, when he put it to his good ear, it started feeding back. So he screamed and chucked it out the window. Back at the health spa, Beefy Boy's asking for more steroids. He's like, Shana, Shana. Can I have some more V's? Can I have some more V's, mate? (laughs) Can I have some more V's, mate? And he's massive. Yeah. Why has he got a high-pitched voice? We can't work, can't it, out work it out. Because there's another one, he hasn't. isn't there? No. And he, he's got a normal voice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, no, no. And he's like, me, me and Barry, we just wanted some more V's. Is that all right, Shana? She's like, no! <laughs> you have to wait till your schedule. got to wait. Oh, please, Shana, I just want some more V's. Is that all right? Now, the cops <laughs> the cops are on to Sean because they're at Harold Bishop's house or somebody's house, Melted Paul's house, when she phones through with a message about the piss tests, they're like, the urine looks great. And they're like, fucking hell, Let, we're on to Sean. Get a chopper. So they get a chopper. Yeah, do the chopper. At the spa, Beefy Boy's nicking pills out of the neon safe. Strong ones and all. And he says, just what the doctor ordered. <laughs> and he takes them away. Beefy Boy number two. He's watching porn. His dick explodes. Meat all over the screen. Evil penis love heart. Evil penis. His dick gets really, really big while he's watching porn, and then it just pops, and there's just gristle over the screen. Can't I believe I covered that with evil penis love. Yeah, there we go. Harold goes to see Pud, and Pud is playing LCD games that you get from the pound shop, and when he doesn't like it, he's just chucking it on the floor, he gets another one out of the pack, rips it open, but it's the same game. It's the same game. Game and watch love heart. I told you, quickfire love hearts, this film is perfect. From the hip, pew, pew. When he pulls up, he stops his game, he can hear Harold Bishop. He goes, ah, Harold Bishop, I knew you'd you'd come. And Harold Bishop says, you do realise your superhuman hearing is a result of my chemical genius. 
and then Pud says, at least I test the drugs on myself. That's why he's got a big fat potato face and he's covered with mutant kids all over the place. He's like, what have you come for? And Harold says, you know what I've come for. He thinks he means the Italian kids, but they're dead, gone, mashed up with sticks and around and around truck. Loved Too late to death. Yeah, loved to death. Love bit. Yeah. Meat for some, some hillbillies. Somewhere in the line. He says, ah, bang, bang. But then he flips it. Pud, he puts this little red thing out on a picture of the sexy milf with the Italian boy. Harold picks it up and he goes, what's this? And he says, ah, oh, people started melting, have they, Harold? People started melting. Maybe it's because they need this special red ingredient that I took out of the drugs when I knew that you were going to start doing this and I'd hold it for ransom. But now you've got it anyway. People are going to melt and Harold's, Harold's like, you... You crazy bastard! He gets in the car. Now, at least there was some effort made to try and link all of this together. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, dear plot, have random bull- bullshit. Now, love, love, love tropey guy. Now, there was a rant that, that Pud shouts at Harold Bishop as he's driving away. And the bit, he was like, it's all falling apart, Harold Bishop. Now, the bit that I caught at the end, he says, you're the Bob Geldof of gym fans. Yeah, I have no idea. I didn't yeah. understand that either. Yeah, and I remember it, Bob yeah. Geldof, and like you, yeah. Hollywood Fletch, if that is your real name. I remember Bob Geldof. Do you? Yeah, he did. Um, young, he? he did Live Aid. He did do Live Aid. No, he, he didn't remember like real Live Aid. You just like remember the, Live the, the remake. Live Eight. Okay. Yeah, you remember the remake, like like fucking Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake, which was shit. God, I'm so sorry, Mark, that I was born ten years after you. Fuck you. Spandex dad, nose explosion, bosh, in the toilet. His nose explodes, and uh, he, when he falls over, it's like, he, he falls over, he hits his head, and it's like he's coughing up melted mozzarella out of his mouth. Oh, no. And his wife comes in, and he looks like a horrible snot souffle. It makes me gag. It, it looks makes like wonderful. Gag. Yeah, it wonderful makes, stuff. No, don't talk about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, while that's going on, beefy boy, he's having sex. He's got his Vs. He pops his Vs. He goes to have sex with that lady. He's choking the lady. While he's choking the lady, he, his back splits. He accidentally chokes the lady for real. His back splits open. Everybody died. No one's a winner in that one. Quick fire deaths love harm. Yeah. Quick fire. Bosh, bosh, bosh. Like a chicken, he just snaps a neck. Also soundtrack love heart. The wife from the family, spandex wife, she goes in. She's like, oh, my. Who's this woman, by the way? This woman's just going back and forth between these two bodybuilder blokes. Oh, she's just the she's assistant. The bodybuilder, isn't she? Yeah. So the mum from the family, spandex mum, she's like, my, my husband is like a snot souffle in the kitchen now. I'm going to have to leave that. I'm going to have to go and save me daughter. Don't give a shit about me, me uh, child. Bearing in mind, I like the fact they put the smashed up face of an actual child in this, in this film, which was good. Was yes. that Toby Mangled? Toby Mangled, get him mangled, mangled, yeah. yeah. But they she don't ran- know he's dead. And they yeah, just- Toby got mangled. Yeah, and they just run off and she gets his daughter, she gets the daughter and they're like, we've got to get away. She gets to the daughter and the daughter goes in to see- speak to Sean. She says, Sean, everything's gone to shit, but Sean's face is melting. She slaps Sean. So she slaps her and then her head just deflates like a balloon. It retracts into her body. Yes. Like Squish a- head love heart. She's, yeah. she's like a mutant tortoise. And they get in the car, they nearly run over Harold Bishop with his one ear, just shooting shooting his gun in the air. Badass Harold, love that. Badass Harold. And they drive to the local doctor. He doctors. does have the biggest gun, doesn't he's he? He's yeah. fucking bad. He's Harold, but he's badass. 
That is like the biggest love heart of all. They drive to the local doctors and they're like, I need to see the doctor, I need to see the doctor. The doctor comes out and goes, what's all this, what's all this hullabaloo in here? So we've just come from Vimeuville up the road. And he goes, Vimeuville? What are you talking about? The toxic waste chemical dump up the road? Why, I've not been there since it closed down nearly 20 years ago. And they not go, revealed. Yeah, okay, thank you, Mr. Exposition. Also, it was a how comes the... How comes the snow shovel guy from Home Alone is in the waiting room as he well? Is, yeah, he's just sitting there waiting with a baby. And the daughter goes, oh my God, it's the food. We all ate the fucking food. Fuck. And as she says that, mum's tongue gets really massive. Tongue love heart. Tongue love heart. Grows really big like a snake. She chokes on the tongue, drops dead. So this woman on Wikipedia, not Wikipedia, on IMDb. Yeah. Her photo on IMDb is her dead with the massive tongue sticking out. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. I, I looked at body melt on IMDb and pretty much, probably about, well, probably about 25% of the actors from body melt is an image of their death from body melt. Now, Love heart. Harold finds, finds Sean's melted head at a desk and he's like, humans, aren't they all just human flotsam? They're just like machines wandering around on cheap fuel. And then Sam and Jono turn up and they're like, the, the gig is up, Harold Bishop. And he goes, well, you don't even know what's happened here. I'm going to shoot myself in the hand to show you how bonkers they are. And he goes, look at that. Not bothered. Badass Harold, love her. Do you reckon it's because he's got a Christ complex? Well, so he gives himself stigmata. Gives himself stigmata. I mean, badass Harold is literally Deep. one of the top 10 best things I've ever seen in my life. Well, but then, though, he, he stops that. He puts a stop to that immediately and he shoots himself in his big old wobbly jowls. Bosh. <laughs> Poor Harold. Poor Harold. <laughs> Said all the machines have been switched off. The drug factory switched off. The offices are closed. People in their lab coats getting turfed out. A success. Well done, Sam and Jono. But wait. What happened to Brian? Slimy Brian who got arrested. The fucking police station's on the phone. They're like, Sam, you need to get back here immediately because Slimy Brian is just puking everywhere in the office. And he gets back to the office and Slimy Brian is in his office just expanding with gills, puking green shit all over the place. Green puke, love heart. Yeah. And he dies. He just pops and dies. He says, fuck a duck. Does he say fuck a duck? That's he does say fuck yeah. a duck. Fuck I, a duck. I didn't put love heart, but fuck it. Fuck a duck, love heart. Yeah, he, he, his face pops. He, he chucks Mate. up a load of green spl- slime. Well, that's that's the end anyway, guys. Um, the um, Is it? Yeah, death by hypernormal was the uh, prognosis in the end. Yeah, and then the, the, then like the, they've already got the fucking drugs on the shelves. The pills are on the shelves because it's too late. Difficult fuck. game. Fuck. So that's it, yeah. 80 minutes of genius. You like? I think you liked that one, didn't you, Mark? Honestly, it was graphic, repulsive, relentless, actually funny. It was just 80 minutes of pure body horror batshittery. Of course I was going to love it. Yeah, Fletch. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to get one out of the hat for next week. Ooh, who's, who's taking come it? Come on, Voodoo Academy. Come on, Voodoo Academy. Who's taking it out of the hat? Are you taking it? Come on, Voodoo Academy. Can I pick out the hat? Do you remember those? All right. Yeah. 
It's Voodoo Academy. Oh, oh no, it's not oh, Voodoo Academy. What, it, oh, I can't read it's this. What does it say? What does it say, Fletch? It's the blob. <gasps> oh, I wanted Voodoo Academy. Oh, maybe. I told you, mate, it's on the list. We'll get there eventually. But next week. Which blob is this? 1988. Oh, the year that keeps on giving. I the blob remake. The blob, yeah, we're doing a remake. I watched the blob remake as a child in London. Well, join us next week when we do the Blob remake from 1988. The year just keeps on giving. Like a big, pink, gooey gift. You mangrel.